Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. right up top at the beginning i do want to mention one thing um you know we're sponsored by sinusoid Mm. and um, one of the dudes that works at sinusoid albert is from panama city florida and they just announced that they have released the new giving cable the new in their series and it's the panama city giving cable and all the proceeds from that go to help people in panama city and the surrounding areas so Check that out. Go on down and buy one. And they look cool, too. They're like white with red and black Neutrix, Neutrix connectors. How come they weren't turquoise and orange? Uh, that's the, it's the colors of the Florida flag, I think. Oh. I was thinking. I bet Albert was like fighting to get the dolphins colors. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think he designed sports, it. But, but yeah, maybe. yeah. No, it's. But, if he designed it, then not, he was probably like, the I can't not do only, that. Like when they say Give all the cable. proceeds, they mean like even even the time. Yeah, everything like except for shipping and parts. materials. Yeah. yeah. It's like even the time they're donating from, from everything that's. Yeah, bought, it's not, yeah. Just, not just profit, but. Yeah, exactly. So it's really Overhead. cool. And Albert is like, uh, like he grew up, you know, he's spent his whole life there. And yeah, so it's been. A rough yeah. go for him. I think it's especially hard because now he's living. He's in Oklahoma. He's not he? there. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so no, he's in like Omaha, a, Nebraska. Yeah, Omaha, Oklahoma. Same thing. It's all the same. O- it's not. Oklo- not oh, he lives in Oklahoma. 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 Oh yeah, Nebraska. Miliwake, <laughs> which means so the motherland. <laughs> So tell us about Calvinism, you guys. <laughs> um, all I know is, they, Brother Cole, they really I'm like, glad you asked. They really like flowers. So here's what I'm they gonna do. say: they like, like two lips. Two, Wait, two lips, one ship. <laughs> so I, I'm mostly just jealous that my religion isn't cool enough to have like pedal companies specifically marketing at my specific religion. You know. <laughs> You're just going right for it. Because there's not... I guess because you don't play guitar in church, but it's not like anyone's making a Mormon pedal, you know? Okay, that would be bef- cool, though. Bef- before this episode is done... What's before that? this episode is done, Cole, you have to... Because Aaron and I can't do it. It's got to be you. If the if the if uh, there's a Calvinism pedal yeah, be, brand... speech if you guys do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to step... Like, I don't want to cross a line. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that Dave Chappelle thing yeah, where it's is, like... Is you're like, you don't even know... Are you, are you laughing with are. me or at me? I don't... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that pisses me off. So, what what puns or jokes would there be if there, if there was a Mormon, a Mormon pedal Okay, I'll try to brand. think of some, but I'll try to think of some that might be entertaining for somebody other than, like, the three Mormon people that listen. <laughs> so, okay, good. do you, do you want, do you guys want to talk about that at all? Oh, wait a minute. There's that beer. Didn't we probably didn't talk about this on the episode, but there's that brewery that's in Utah and a bunch of their beers are like, Oh yeah. That's like a very, like there's a ton of them. Oh, that's like not a unique thing. That's like, they, it's not that's, unique. that's the, well, I mean, it's unique to Utah, but that's like, that's the natural byproduct of having of being a in an area religion. that has like a dominant religion and not being a part of that religion is like you have to find a way to sort of I don't know Poke kick back the bear. against it. Yeah. Lots of bears in Utah also. There are not lots but some. Lots of bears named Quinksy. Lots yeah. there's lots of bears, lots of twinks, you know, the whole <laughs> gamut. That's not what I meant. Is it not? 
I, I know that's it. not what you meant. That's what I meant, though. You said Quinksy. That's our lots of bears, favorite. lots of but, quinks. But remember, that was in Idaho, Phil. So what? that's offensive. That you've already oh. offended me once by comparing South I- Southeast Idaho to Utah, which it basically is okay. Utah. But offend me once, shame on you. <laughs> offend me twice, you better find a bigger boat. <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> George Bush. Remember when our president was just kind of a bumbling doofus? Those are the good <laughs> days. George Bush doesn't like black people. Does, Remember that? Does not care about black people. Oh, no, yeah, does not, does care. not care. George Bush yeah. does not care about black people. Man. Oh, Kanye. And that was a really big deal. Dude, were you? Did you watch Seth Meyers on SNL? No. Yeah. So he tells he does the opening monologue and he tells a story. About when he met Kanye and when he knew he was crazy and how yeah, dude, <laughs> he's like they did. We did. The, we pitched him a sketch where he just interrupts all kinds of different award shows, acceptance speeches. <laughs> yeah, acceptance speeches, and it's like at like random like tiny places that no one would care about. And he was yeah. into it, and he like did it and laughed at it. And, and then, not only that, but he said that's funny because that's what I do. Yeah, he's like, yes. oh, okay, it's like that's what I do. <laughs> and then four years later. He goes on stage and interrupts Taylor Swift. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that happened four years before ever, all of you oh. knew about it." <laughs> oh, that is insane! Oh, that was He's so like, funny. He goes, "That's a great idea, you guys. Yeah. Thanks." He's like, "That's what I do." <laughs> that's funny because that's what I do. Yeah. That, that. Oh my gosh. And then he did it. Uh, did you hear? Um, <laughs> Pete, is it Pete Davidson? Yeah. Yeah. Him talking about um, writing uh, and when, when Trump was on SNL a few years back. And uh, Pete was like, he, he, I, he goes, I don't know if he can read. I mean, he can, he can sort of read, but <laughs> it's, it's really, it was really terrifying the way we'd, like, we'd give him lines. And, you know, you like work on it like, in a way that you don't want to give them, you don't want to overwhelm them when they don't have the background. But they had this one skit that ended with, um, uh, it was something stupid like, okay, well, let's get out of here. Chicken wings? Like, that was the... Yeah, like, should we go get chicken wings? <laughs> yes, exactly. But, but then when Trump delivered it, he goes, let's get out of here, tr- chicken wings. <laughs> and they were like, what? Which is way funnier. Than yeah, which is, also, it, well, which it is. is honestly pretty funny. But it was like, the, the, the construction... Of sentences, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. don't apply to him, yeah. Which is weird because it's like it doesn't seem like that's his problem. But by the way, no, well, but at the same the time, that's just like President like Trump reading. Yeah, first of all, I, excuse me, but reading and delivering, like that's everyone that goes on there. Like, ha- have you seen? I don't know why they've had Charles Barkley host more than once because that dude is a freaking train wreck. He is like maybe incapable. that's why. Of delivering, maybe so, but oh man, he's and he's like into he's it. Bad. He seems like he just doesn't care. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's like, well, like, what does he care? He's already more famous than anyone else there. You know, like, it's not like he's trying to make a career for himself or something. <laughs> but yeah, he's struggling. He's awful. I have a question for you guys. Oh, is it about Calvinism? Yeah. yeah. Like how do you Hob- think? How Hobbesism? is it? How is it that? This is a question that Cole had, actually, that I'm presenting back to him. Mm-hmm. How are there still new pedal companies coming out? That's my question. Yeah, because people... What is the newest pedal company? Um, what is the newest just like pedal go th- Just like go through... There's <clears throat> always a new pedal company. Like, I get emails from Premier Guitar about stuff, and it's like... There's all kinds of pedal companies I've never even heard of. It's like this company announces a $250 delay pedal or something. Well, like, like the, new, but isn't the newest fair? big one is like that 1981. Like that's a brand new. Okay, that's true. That's out. That's like huge, big hype. And people, yeah, people are Not going yeah, for it. The like, hype. Obviously, I have a big marketing budget. Um, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's mostly just like word of mouth and the fact that the dude was in a band, like. Mm. That is popular with a particular group, like most oh, people. Oh, is that um? He's from Metallica. No, he's from Reliant K. <laughs> oh, mm. it's not Kurt. What's his name? No, 
Yeah, Kurt from I get Reliant K, K and that's local what the K H mixed up. Kirk. That's what the K stands for. In Reliant K. Kirk. Mm-hmm. Kirk Hammett. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he made the KMFDM pedals. Yeah, that's of course. What the K in that stands for. Yes. Yeah, Reliant K. It's like a like the inside people know. It was Kirk Hammett oh, so and wait. the dude from LMFAO, and they came up with KMFDM. <laughs> is the is is the K the what is the Kirk Hammett pedal company? KH. KHDK, I think. Okay. KDHK. So the K stands. So the K is from Reliant K, and the H is from Local H. Is that how that yeah. works? Is yeah. Local H a band that you guys have heard of? Yeah, down to the boot, bound to the floor. They had that song bound, down, bound. Or, I thought it was or down. I'm I so thought it was H, right as in the drug, horse tranquilizer that people like to partake in. Yeah, the drug, the common drug, horse tranquilizer. You know, H, <laughs> as everyone talks about. I think they call it horse for short. <laughs> well, you have to get there. Start, you start at H, and then it's H O, and then you make jokes about being a hoe, and then you go to H O R, and it's like, oh, you're a whore now, and then H O R S, oh, you're more than one whore, and like. You have to make those jokes every time, Whores. no matter what. This is all like, and this is all the lingo that drug users yeah. have with each other, Guys, right? We may be out of touch in a lot of ways, yeah, but we bound, know bound drug the lingo. Floor. We know the drug lingo. The drung drungo is what they call it. Dringo? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dr- dr- yeah. So we know yeah, all it, about cocaine, and Mary Jane. I guess it's the heroine. same. Well, I don't know. It just boggles my mind a little bit that there's still people, you know, arriving on the scene thinking, okay, I'm going to be the next. So here's what I think. Oh, here I go. There I go again, prefacing my words. It seems to me that. Guys, listen. Listen to me now. (laughs) Let me say this. Let me say this. Everyone stop talking so I can speak. It seems like it seems like it, it would be easy enough to. Like make a f- flash in the pan because, like people, gearheads in general are so. Well, there's kind of two types. There's the one that is like just collects the one thing over and over again, and then there's the one that always wants something new. Seems like at least those two. So for people that always want something new, it makes sense. Like new companies yeah. can pop up and last for a minute, but then it's like, I guess the most of them don't last. Because you can't sustain that. Which is why I think and, JHS and Keeley get a lot of... Well, Keeley less so, but JHS gets a lot of flat because their pedals are like not that interesting, I guess, in some ways. Like, they're very much kind of down the middle of the road. The circuits are boring. A lot of I times. Think, I, th- I think they're good at, like, uh, a feature set and design. Yeah. Like, you know, like the fact that they do a... A tube screamer that has every kind of tube screamer, like that's a good idea. Right, right. You know? But it's not like something. It's not crazy. But right, there's no. Yeah, there's no exactly. crazy. J- it's like J- a pretty. Models. Like anyone could have come up with that idea, and they just happen to implement it. Yeah, and they do it well. But, but I think they get flack for that. But that's probably also the thing that keeps them alive. Or like Is makes the fact them that successful. Not crazy. Yeah, that they're not always like shooting for the moon. They put out stuff that most people want or need and that people will keep buying. That's not going to be just a novelty. Yeah, exactly. Where like, uh, why did I just blank on their name? The chase bliss. Yeah. They're kind of the opposite of that, but they do it so well that, and I think their customer base is significantly smaller. I think they probably don't, need to sell as many pedals to be viable. Yeah, I don't think they are quite as big. At least so part of me, part of me, I look at like, I don't know, what do people still have on their boards for modulation? Like, or, or like for big delay modulation reverb. Mm-hmm. They pretty much still have either Strymon pedals. MXR. Like even, the, even the Boss pedals. Yeah, yes. a little bit of a flash in the pan. I mean, at first the, they seem the five hundred really cool, series. Yeah, I don't see them on as many boards as Strymon. Do you? Uh, for modulation, like the as DD, in the DD five hundred, the, the, the RB five hundred, oh, okay. and the MD five hundred. Uh, I feel like when I see 
Hmm. I think the and delay one, maybe I see a bit more the fi- the DD500, but hardly yeah. ever see pictures of the RB500 and definitely the MD500. Yeah. The 500s, no, but like the singles, the yeah, ones yeah. that have been around that's, forever, that's yeah. Those have been around, yeah, forever. But the 500, I think, were attempting to be a direct competitor. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they're half the, like, well, maybe not half the price. They're no, like no, no. They're, 75% they're of the price. Of 300 or 350. No. Okay, but well, here's another the one. The big box like, driving ones are like 500 bucks, 400, oh, yeah. and they're, they're 399. Three, they're 300 or. The delay, the timeline is 399. 350 and 400. I think they're 400 and 450. Well, what you think is irrelevant. What is actually. Is that true? Is. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the big sky is 450. Oh, geez, four. the timeline's 450. Holy crap! Yeah, I don't think it's always been 450 though. The big sky is 479 at some places. Um, <clears throat> which is a lot. So, That's like almost 500 bucks. And I'm just so you know. I don't know if you can figure that out. The what is it, it like the 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 nine the something nine. H nine, uh-huh. yeah. So that and that was who makes that? That's they, the, they had their other one that was even tied. Yeah. So I just bought a um, a couple weeks ago the time factor from Even Tide. Yeah, and like I remember hearing like two. This could have been like two or three years ago. People saying, "Oh my gosh, it sounds so much better than a timeline." And then like the common comment that people would say is like yeah but it's it's really difficult to use you have to be like a computer programmer i mean to, to use it and that's what makes the timeline so good yeah and um and then a year or two later they come out with the H9 yeah that <laughs> literally has two buttons and a knob yeah it's pretty hilarious <laughs> well the the Time Factor has been out for a while. Like, I think that right. came out in, like, the early, not the early, but in, like, the 2005 or six maybe. Like, it's been out for the Time Factor. Did I say time But I never see that on, on photos Look at my pedal photo. boards anymore. So I think two things happened there. One is that the timeline came out, right, and it just looks cooler. Like, the Strymon stuff just looks so good that that has to be, like, a big factor. So people want that and then they came out with the h9 which kind of made the time factor seem outdated also looks kind of cool yeah the h9 is like a big spaceship but here's the thing like the, kind of has can, a wally sort of you alive. can get if you try to buy a used timeline you're going to pay close to 400 dollars still but i bought but the, time, the factor time factor it's for crazy. 200 bucks say that again 200 that's what i paid for the time factor and, and is that like Based on what what's available right now, is that how it, I got it a little get... bit cheap? But there's there was a few on Reverb for like two thirty, two twenty five, I think, plus okay. shipping. So I would say wow. two fifty is like normal. Yeah, it's and it's the same. And we talk about this all the time. Strymon, like a lot of Strymon stuff, people just pay very close to yeah the new price here's one right now for 195 and 15 shipping very available and you can still just buy them new off their website if you want to yeah i don't understand that deal with that like are they i don't even know is it is it do they take a long time to get if you buy them new no, and you can like order them on other sites too. Like you can go on Sweetwater and get one. Right. Yeah. Right. The one, the. F- or maybe I bought. Not. Actually, maybe maybe I'm wrong. It looks like maybe they. Well, no. they do sell them on Here, Sweetwater. See. I think they. They're they one keep, of those. They're not allowed to that, sell them online. I think or something like that. You have to either no, call it says or it's in stock. Oh, uh, maybe it's other things. Maybe this is a no, another conversation. Um. But I feel like Strymon never had that. They definitely are in the boutique category, right? But they never had that vibe of, well, when I ordered this thing, 
why did it take me so long to get it? Like, they have a, I, I bought an El Capistan and um, from the website. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. And um, when I We're went onto the website, bags over here. <laughs> when I went onto the website, it said, like it, it, it said available. So I clicked it. I paid, mm-hmm. and then a week later, like the pedal came in the mail. And after that, I learned because I was like new to the whole, you know, when I bought it, I was new to the whole boutique scene. I learned after the fact, wow, there's a lot of people that buy boutique pedals that don't get their pedals. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Most so it's like buy it from a Kickstarter. But from but like there are companies who are like collecting money and then making things. Yeah, Whereas, and part of that is like you can make yourself look like a company without actually having any kind of structure to your business. Yeah, and I'm just saying Strymon has never, yeah, like I've never heard anything of them being that right, was like remember that kind of a deal. Remember, I bought that Nocturne Brain pedal. Yeah, and certain people made me think it was going to be like super short supply and everything, and so I. Woke up in the middle of the night. I was in Paris and bought it. I was like yeah. super excited. And then they were in stock forever. And like a few months later, it hadn't. I had like no update or anything. I just messaged the guy. And I was like, "Yeah, I, f- I actually just wanted to cancel my order because I he hadn't built it yet." Like, which one was the, that? Like, the Ubangi. Ubangi. Yeah. Which was and, a rat, right? What's that? It was a rat. Based on a rat. Yeah, exactly. Um, and at the time, I had like four other rat pedals, but, um, and he was like, "Well, like, you know, there's a pre-order, and I need the money to buy the parts, and blah blah blah." And, uh-huh. and I was like, "Well, but like, the only exchange that has happened is me giving you money, so you should just give me back the money, and then we'll be <laughs> just right don't, where we were don't before." Don't order those parts. <laughs> What's that? Just don't order yeah, those and parts. Just d- yeah, exactly. And like, also, why didn't you already order the parts? But that's, <laughs> you know, a separate conversation. And so after going back and forth a few times, he did end up giving me a refund, but he didn't refund the shipping cost. Again, this is, this is a pedal that we, never existed. And we've, <laughs> we've had this conversation before, but every time I know, you tell the story, still, I'm like, what like, the hell? There's part of me that thinks like, ah, I shouldn't care, like. You know, it's just, but it was like $20. The shipping cost was $20 and shipping and handling, you know. Like, I guess I could and see if it was like credit card fees or something. It's the mental yeah, anguish the of, him, like if he said, of him if being he said, excited like, that he sold a pedal. And then that's part of the, the, it's shipping and handling. And this is the emotional handling. Exactly. Just, but also, Aaron, if you <laughs> refund somebody's credit card, you don't get charged those fees. Like you. Yeah, that's get true. The fees refund. Yeah, Aaron. So I was saying, uh, like, you freaking idiot, know. Aaron. <laughs> um, and and it's stuff like that that's like, yeah, you're not, like, I don't know. It, it's it gives you that feeling of, like Aaron was saying, that they're just trying to act like they're a pedal company, but they're not really, you know. Like, yeah, they're trying because to what is a like company? They're one of the big boys, and they're not. Because well, stuff like, like that is just like silly, honestly. I have no problem with independent people doing stuff. I think it's really cool. No, no, but like, but, don't be stupid. Like, yeah, you can't just like screw consumers because you're some a one, of my best friends are independent people. Shop. Yeah, and some of my best friends are stupid, and I hate them. Some of my friends <laughs> screw consumers. Big deal. <laughs> but wait, we're not endorsing screwing consumers. We're not endorsing <laughs> it. Well, I mean, if it's consensual. I, uh, okay, but like. Yeah, although it, it does happen, Phil. Again, so speaking of speaking of conversations we've had Who's multiple times before, we've literally discussed, we've had the same conversation of me saying, no, the Strymon big boxes are not $450, Aaron. <laughs> You're an idiot, you stupid I know, man. I think we have. <laughs> and you say, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. The Big Sky is $480. Yeah, I just said that, $479. Isn't that crazy? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you can get, like, a freaking used... Mexican Fender for less than that, way less than that. <laughs> but the Eventide so, stuff is as expensive. I think the space is four ninety nine. Oh yeah, 
Totally. Yeah. It also puts into perspective, like, the Chase Bliss stuff. Because that feels expensive. I, I really want to get a Thermae. I yeah. probably never will, but... Um, Which is what is that one? Bucks. Yeah, five hundred four ninety nine. And they're like a third the size. Big sky. I know, but they have just as many knobs, Phil. So there's so much going on there. Plus, he's doing the digital side, and it still has an analog circuit in it. So there's like, yeah, there's a lot going on with those. <laughs> but like, <laughs> speaking of I, analog, shout out to Sean Wright. Sean Wright. Why? How does he make it so <laughs> tiny? That's what I mean. Like, well, they're pretty. I think they're like stacked in there. Right. There's like three boards. Yeah. They're it's layered. Because when I pulled out the um, it is not. Remember that time I bought I bought a a warped vinyl and it was like a a V one. Uh huh. I can't remember who. Someone in the group said, and, and the switch wasn't working. Were the dip switches, the real quick, sorry, were the dip switches on the back plate on the V1? They were, yes. Okay. Like, un- underneath. Yeah, yeah. Which everybody, like, was like, man, why didn't you just put these on the top? And he was like, oh. But I'm like, sure that Sorry, is. I was too busy making you guys an amazing pedal. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I was that, changing I'm the sure pedal game. required a pretty decent amount of redesign to get them on that, where they are now. Probably. Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. all the little... Think about soldering all those tiny little things. No, because they're in. That's the same amount, but I mean, they're like. No, no, no. I know, but like you had to move that, is a that whole, whole lot of board to a different part, solder, and make room for it. Yeah, but now you have to put it over there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's what I'm everyone saying. Everyone who makes pedals is listening to us. Like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> no, you know what? I bet everybody who who makes pedals is like. Yeah, it is a lot of solder. Thanks, Phil. No, uh, well, I guess to be fair, I bet everyone who makes <laughs> pedals and has an actual life isn't listening to this to begin with. Oh, so. You can get uh, yeah. H9 for, the H9 is $400 also. New, right? But it has, it's like everything. It's, it's, it's like n- modulation, delay, reverb. It is, but no, you can only use one at a time. time. It's the, you can only use one effect at a time on all of them. No, I know, but like, it's like, oh my gosh, it Not has every DD effect they make. But that was like one of the huge selling points of the Boss Big Box pedals is you could have two effects on at a time. Was it? Yeah. You can program it to put multiple together in, in uh, like patches. And, but, and the H9 you can't. And then well, no, that's like the why Strymon, some... The Strymon ones you can't either. You can only have one effect on at a time. Right. And that's why ones, some freaking maniacs... So the cool thing about the time factor is two that it time... always has two delays going and you can mix between them and like but they have to be the same engine or whatever you know like you can't have one digital and one reverse they have to be the same yeah yeah but it's always like that's exactly what i would want it's always two in parallel and you so there's a mix knob and then they each have individual level and um time it's pretty oh nice cool it's pretty cool. Going back to that, it being hard. I think it's um, difficult yeah, with if you don't read the manual or like look at things because it's not super intuitive all the time. But it's not like hard to use. Once well, you read I mean, it, think, it's not confusing. You just would never guess that that's how you do it. I think part of it mm. too, and I don't know if I don't know if the Eventide stuff is like this, but you know, Strymon is based on presets. All the big boxes have presets yeah. and they all just sound really good out of the box mm. you know we've talked about that before but um that's another out big selling box. point is if you're new to pedals and your freaking pastor gives you a thousand dollars to spend on pedals which again like i don't know anyways uh, cool i don't think you understand <laughs> have you guys ever heard of you this? don't think i understand phil cool i don't <laughs> think that's happening have you guys ever heard of a podcast called yeah, uh guitar nerds i think it is guitar nerds you heard of that Mm, I have heard GAK. I've just kidding. I've heard tell. I was listening to Guitar Nerds and they were talking about presets on the Helix. Did you hear that? So Joe was saying like how he was having he it didn't really work for him in his in a live setting. And then um I think Jay said he was he had this theory that like the presets on those things are designed to to like stand out as much as possible for people who are checking the product out. Yeah, yeah. I had never thought about that, but it it does make sense. Like, especially with Line 6, a lot of their presets are, like, crazy. Yeah. 
it's like super intense distortion with like crazy they want flange it to be or obvious what kind of effect you're getting from yeah it. which is cool hmm. which makes sense like that you would have to rein that in but i had never thought about that and i wonder if strymon does that or if theirs are more like i mean i guess with the single effect it's a little bit different because you don't have to show as much insanity you could do that with different presets yeah like on range well the only one that i've used is the mobius and it's it's pretty subtle like the first two core it basically like there's like 12 different engines and the presets just cycle through you know Mm -hmm. one through 12 Mm -hmm. and then they circle back around the first couple chorus presets you can like barely even tell are on oh really in a good way yeah like they sound pretty subtle um so yeah i think they probably err based on my limited experience they probably err more on the side of usability i guess Hmm. where line six is trying to show off well with most line six stuff it's like they're trying to show off drive delay yeah exactly modulation at the same time and all that stuff yeah which is a lot but speaking of line six what do you guys think about that helix stomp so I was watching some of the demo videos on it. So remember my cousin's husband is Yep. What, the lead product something something. Yep. And What's he's his name? I mean we have to his name. He's like the one he's pretty important, basically. I just want you guys to know that I'm tangentially He's pretty uh, cool too. He's way cooler than me. That's that goes without saying. Um He's definitely a rock and roller through and through, right? Definitely. Hundred <laughs> percent. But he's like the one he's, doing the He's videos. the boy of rock and roll. It's like oh, his, is he? It's his hand and his voice. I oh, texted him and was like, is that you doing those videos? He's like, yep, that's my... That product apparently was like his baby, you know? Wow. I was like, don't they have that's someone cool. less expensive that can do voiceover for the videos? The funny but, thing is, when we saw him at NAMM, I was asking him, like, kind of if that was ever going to happen. Something like that. And he was like, yeah. no. <laughs> So he well, was obviously was like, playing it like super close to the chest. Yeah, yeah. Well, and part of it, it he told me about that like a year oh, really? ago, last October. And I was, yeah, that's like the one thing that I knew something cool before it actually happened, you know? That's funny. People, people always like talking about that, but. Um, oh, you knew a cool thing before the rest of us? Yeah. Mm. I signed an NDA, guys. It's pretty serious. It's pretty oh. legit. So, anyways, that's all I wanted to talk about is how I knew this cool thing. No, but I I was way excited for that because, honestly, the main appeal to me of the Helix is the amp and cab sim stuff. Right. So, the Helix effects was kind of useless in my mind. I mean, it's cool and everything, but the, the Stomp is a potential game changer, I think. I think the HX is is a good way for people who are already into multi-effects to kind of like upgrade to something new but i don't know that it appeals yeah. to people who don't already for people who want multi-effects kind of but still want to run through an amp yeah part of it is i'm just over using amps honestly oh really like yeah especially like lately i just <laughs> take like when i go play with my band and stuff i i don't take an amp yeah. i just go through the pa dude just get a stomp and an eight and an frfr do yeah. F maybe I'll get an F U F U Aaron. Oh no, I said I already had I like I ha- I said I plug into the PA, so that's like that's what that is. <laughs> oh yeah. So I already have that. Um Do you just make announcements the whole time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody, uh there's a drink special going on. Right now, would no, Fred Couples no please warning. report to the front desk? Now boarding flight one forty three to Atlanta. <laughs> um, is anybody the parent of a daughter named Quincy? Cole, I really like that that bit you did about <laughs> like that's a really good part. Cole, do that, do that Atlanta flight again. What? <laughs> 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 like. Your band practice just making announcements as you, that's like your guitar. Parts. Oh yeah, they're like, oh yeah, d- like run that, that through. Again. Yeah, that part is really cool. Do that. <laughs> do it a little, do it a little faster this time, maybe. Do that. Page put a little Quincy. bit of gain page on your voice. Quincy? I should write a song called Quincy. 
Yeah, you should. But so the stomp, the HX stomp <laughs> is basically the size of a Strymon big box pedal. Okay. It's really tall though. You haven't have you seen one? In person? No. Well, no, but if you look at the pictures of it, yeah. it's like three inches tall. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but it has the capacitive buttons, you know. Uh-huh. Um that which are Nice. Basically, they have a different function if you press on them versus if you just touch them with your finger. Right. So for like setup, it's nice for that. But um, and then it has an effects loop in it, so you can you can do like pre and post effects, or you can put an effects loop in it that it'll turn on or a pedal in the loop and it'll turn it on and off or whatever. Yeah, you're right. It's two point six inches tall. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, dude. If you look at the pictures, it's like. It's pretty tall, and I think that might be without the. It's pretty tall. Oh yeah, it might be just the box. Maybe it's maybe it's just because it doesn't slope down. It's like pretty much flat. It just slopes Mm. down a little bit where the actual foot switches are. But it also like bumps up. Yeah, exactly. So the front end is like not any lower than the back. Yeah, dude. That's what I like. I like the back end to be flat and the front end to be sloped. I want to see Which like, I, I'm trying to picture I, Aaron's ideal me, woman and I just can't picture it. It took me so <laughs> long to realize that the Strymon big box pedals are like slanted. I always thought they were just like not. Yeah, slanted. like pretty pretty mm-hmm. I mean it's not like a super drastic slant, but it is noticeably slanted. But I love I love the Mobius. I'm glad I bought that again. But the THX, like, part of me wishes it was just a, like a Helix amp and cab sim pedal. Mm-hmm. But it has the same. It has the same processor, and that's that's where a lot of like that's where the Helix really kind of dominates everyone else's is people focus on the bit rate and the sample rate of the A to D and D to A converters. Mm-hmm. Um, but the actual DSP chip, like the speed and power of the DSP chip is a huge determining factor on how good the effects will sound. And like the helix kind of blows everyone else out of the water when it comes to that, which is part of why I don't know if you noticed on the back on the jack, it requires nine volts. Uh-huh. And guess how many milliamps? 3000, 3000. It just says three amps. Yeah, that's freaking insane. Three full amps. That is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which one is that? The stomp. The stomp. I didn't realize that you can actually like add more foot switches. I'm looking at it. Yeah, like it has a foot switch. So it has. So it's got. You can do expression, or you can make it like so you can have more effects to stomp in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has a stereo. Uh, effects loop. So ostensibly, you could put two effects. Like it has two effects, like real effects. If you yeah, it to be mono. And then it also has stereo in and out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, honestly, pretty cool. You could, like, if you wanted to have like a mini board, you could do a pretty rad mini board with like two drive pedals and and this. Mm. And you could have a ton of effects, you know. Anyways, so you can have six effects on at once. And that includes, I think, like the amp and cab each count for one. Yeah, you have six blocks or whatever they six call. Six blocks, them. yeah. And i I've never I've never messed with Helix. I mean, I'm sure if you already had a Helix or you're familiar with that world, this would be like super intuitive. Um, everything it's, I've heard is that the Helix stuff tends to be pretty intuitive, but I've never used it, so I don't really know. It seems like it looks you, more like the Helix than the. HX effects did as far as like the controls. Yeah, totally. Like the navigation and everything looks a lot more similar. I guess just because it has the screen on it and the other one doesn't. HX effects doesn't have a screen on it? No, like it has the the little scribble pad things or whatever they call it. Oh, yeah. On each one, but it doesn't have an actual screen on the top. Put that together. Plus, it's huge. The HX effects is like significantly bigger. Yeah. It's ma- It looks pretty massive. That is three inches tall. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it has, like, stacked input and output 
like oh that's stack right jacks on the back stack jacks oh, so stacked stack jacks dude i could go for some stack jacks right now mm-hmm. go down to the diner you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice hot cup of joe getting a half stack no jacks. full stack yeah not, not a half stack <laughs> none of half stack some nonsense your java fix yeah dude cup of joe um <laughs> i want that term to make a comeback cup of joe like when's the last time someone said a cup of joe to any of you guys just now, like a few minutes ago, you know. I have it in. It's funny, in but in my head, I have it as one. not as cool, because there used to be a coffee place, Cup of Joy, in town called Cup of Joe's. Oh, and it was like not good coffee. But have you <laughs> been? Oh, that that's in Fresno. In Fresno, there's a place called Cup of Joy. That's true, and um, so then Fresno guys, that's getting dangerously close, right there. Cup is spelled with a K. Yes, cup of joy. I know. Uh, yeah, joy is spelled cuppa. Cuppa. Because the one in Fresno have, is called They don't actually joy. serve it in cups, so they had to. It's like yeah, how it's, Fruit Loops it's has to spell like it Koopa. with two O's. Koopa Joy. <laughs> but so, um, Cup of Joe's was like not good coffee, and then somebody bought it, and then somebody else bought it, and now it's like a super hipstery place, and it's called a different name. But in my head, Cup of Joe's is like trash. It's not like what we would associate with the phrase like blue collar like styrofoam cup that's what i think of like with the phrase right i don't i think of like a scratched chipped mug oh really like in a diner no i think of like a diner that like you know a bunch of cops eat in before their shift or after their shift or whatever or during thank you cole that's closer to what that's what i was thinking of too was this diner giving you chipped mugs? Aaron, you wanted to be contrary. Guys, I was not being contrary. Let's just face it. I was just saying I think I more of a mug than a styrofoam cup <laughs> diner that we're eating at. <laughs> Cole, just shut up and drink your coffee. I know. <laughs> that reminds me. I meant to get a Mountain Dew out of the fridge before we started, but I forgot. Dang it. Mike, Mike Rowe is obviously there. At this yeah, diner. exactly, and he's extolling the virtues of all the people there. And Guy Fieri is also there. <laughs> no, Guy no Fieri. There's no way that they that they frequent the same diner. Dude, it's not possible. How great would it be if you started like some fancy uh, show for the Food Network and you talked all about French cuisine and stuff like that, and your name was Guy Fieri? <laughs> like you pronounced it Guy. That's a French name. Okay. Anyways, Guy Fieri, um, somebody somebody who can draw stuff, do a funny Photoshop of what Guy Fieri would look like. But you also have to be wearing a karate gi. Yeah. Yeah. No, like. Gi. Hey, can we talk about Calvinism now? I want to yeah. talk about Guy Bear, who is one of my favorite people on television. And he's bald. The end. Okay. Are you thinking of Joe Rogan? No, Guy Bear. Oh. He um he does the the intermission report for the Ducks. Oh uh, nice. And he used to be the goalie. Is is he KB cool? I believe so, but he talks very um not French sounding. Yeah, yeah. Well he might be like an Anglophone, but he might just be from Quebec. Yeah. Is Guy French? A bear certainly is. Yeah, Guy is. That's like a pretty common name in Quebec. I don't know about in France. I'm assuming it is. I just remember Guy Germain from the original Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And there's just been a couple other. Connie and Guy. I don't remember. I'm just going to admit it. <laughs> I don't remember the specifics of the Mighty Ducks films as well as you do. Apparently. It takes a lot for me to admit that, but I'm just going to come out and say it. I think we so, should talk about one of our sponsors real quick. And that is... Okay. Which one do you want to choose? Roll the dice. Oh, so I've, I've been playing... Uh, I got those uh, Alnickel. 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 Alnicol? Alnicol. 
What are your thoughts? Al Nick Al. Al Nick Al. First, like we should trio, say that these are the barbershop pure, trio. Pure nickel strings. Why aren't there more barbershop trios? I wonder. Anyways, so I I put them on my Equits from guitar. the Gabriel Tenorio String Company. Gabriel Tenorio, yeah, from, uh, yeah, from Boyle Heights, the Alnicol, California. From, and they're awesome. I we we're getting ready to record. I, my band is getting ready to go into the studio. You know, I'm gonna do some tracking. Lay down some tracks, some fat tracks. And uh, smoke some fat bowls. You know how it is. And yes. so we've been jamming more lately. And I just play my Rayburn all the time now. And it's awesome. And the strings sound really good. And usually when I play well, long sessions, really well. that kills strings mm-hmm. more quickly for me. I think just because I sweat so much. Um, but especially if I... Like, they die quicker if I play one session for three hours than if I do three one-hour sessions. Um, they sound really good. I like the way they feel. Yeah, so far I'm sold on them. It, it sounds like Gabrielle's really excited about them, so I, I think at this point I share in his excitement. Yeah, I think they're until, cool too. You know, they're still fairly new, but I have a feeling I would. I would like time. to try them on my Jazzmaster because yeah. it's super bright. Yeah, I kind of. I do like them on the telly, but I like the steel ones on the telly too. And I feel like I would like them more than on the Jazzmaster. Like on the telly, I could go either way, but I feel like I would prefer them to steel on the Jazzmaster. Maybe so. And see, on my guitar, it's like a single P90, so it's yeah, it's a it's in the bridge, but it's still relatively dark as pickups go. You know, take it to the bridge. Phil, we're trying to have a conversation here. <laughs> have you put yours on anything yet, Phil? Did you I get yours not. yet? I did, I did get them. <laughs> Had a bit of a fiasco I, there. Yeah. Your dad Wait. didn't do anything to him before you got him? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out Gabrielle's do strings. And now, Calvinism. Cole, Phil, sorry. Calvinism. Yeah, so Cole, uh Brother Aaron and I Cola, Brother Abubo. We're here we're here at your door and we'd like to talk to you about Calvinism. <laughs> we Come just rode in. our bikes over here. Okay. I hope you're wearing you like to take you had, a survey. I hope we're you have wearing short sleeve white shirts on. Yeah, short sleeve white dress shirts and um we have we have uh name tags so you know, you don't get us confused. And uh, imagine if you were an elder, but your name was Barry, and you were Elderberry. <laughs> <laughs> and then imagine if they started calling missionaries Dingles instead of elders. <laughs> like, like as like a that's like the title, yeah. No, like Dingle. It's like it's sort of like like in uh um fraternities like your pledge until you've like oh earned yeah your yeah stripes. totally <laughs> so, so you like we call it a greenie there's a little uh inside baseball so when you're a greenie, oh really they'd call you dingle yeah until you've been there for a little while yeah so after you, you your first year you're a dingle and then your second year then you've earned the <laughs> you graduate to being the title elder. they kind of stopped so they used to again nobody cares about this but they used to always translate uh elder into the language like the word elder and so like in french it it would be oh yeah and it just means like an old person you know just like in english and so it doesn't have the same well but even in like it's it's more that it doesn't tend to have the same like does elder have a religious connotation outside of my church yeah it does right so like in english it's at least you recognize it as like a churchy thing but yeah. in other languages, in a lot of other languages, it doesn't. And so they basically, they stopped doing that. And they just put elder on there. But then you have to explain. They're like, oh, elder, elder, you both have the same first name? It's like, no, it's a title. What does it mean? <laughs> well, it means all It means old person. person. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, well, you're, you're only 19 years old. Why do you? And it's like, lady, can, we just, can you just tell us you're not interested so we can walk to the next house? <laughs> Listen, historically, uh, 
us in the LDS, we we don't live very long, and so yes, yeah, nineteen exactly. year olds. <laughs> it's in the name Latter Day. That means we're in our latter days because latter all days. Old. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many guns we have in Utah? People are always just getting <laughs> shot, you know. Shot in the street. Yeah. No, it's so yeah, 19, people don't get I'm shot. I'm lucky if I'll make people it People don't get shot because we have so many guns, Phil. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. Why would you say Phil? I don't know. Because <laughs> you're a liberal coastal elite. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's more of a liberal border elite. I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm more coastal than Aaron is, right? I'm closer to the coast. How close Maybe. to the coast you're are you? You're probably about the same. Hmm. You're like an hour and a half each, right? Well, if if I do it in the middle of the night without traffic, I think I could do it in like less than 90. One of Phil's Let's, let's talk classic, miles here. Phil's classic twilight drive to the coast. <laughs> hour and a half drive to the coast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I probably could, except I'd have to like drive through a city to get there. So that would take some time. Yeah, I, w- I would have to drive through one of the largest cities in... I would also have to drive through one of the largest cities in... Okay, okay. well, I don't know why you're in. saying it like it's a thing. <laughs> Guys, I, it would take jerk. me like 18 hours. Not 18 hours. Okay, so you are not... And I have to drive through Reno. Like, that's worse than both of you guys. Reno, right. guys. Let's... Ugh. quickly talk about Calvinism. What were we going to say about Calvinism? Why are we talking about Calvinism? Because we were talking what? about Westminster Effect. Oh, yeah. I lost the plot. We start, the, the very first thing <laughs> this podcast started with, this episode. Oh, you're talking about brands. Let's talk about brands. Just so you guys okay. know, this is a relatively common occurrence <laughs> where one of us will be <laughs> saying something interesting before we start recording. And another one of us will say, oh, we should save this for the podcast. And we'll be like, uh, but I didn't really want people to hear me say that part. So, All right. We're 50 something <laughs> minutes in. So yeah, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. finally get to our original topic. Mm. I'm sorry okay. if you're laughing. Don't laugh about Calvinism. You think Calvin's a joke? You think Calvin's a little kid that has a stuffed tiger he pretends is alive? No. Right, yeah, not that one. I do. So tell us about <laughs> Calvinism, do. Phil. Um, well, I really wanted to just make my joke about coming to your door. Oh. But Jean, also, so you Jean come Calvin. to my door, Elder Bubo, Elder Eisenhower. <laughs> yep. And then we say, okay, we would like to tell you a little bit about Calvinism. And then you say, you know what? I really don't have time for this right now. And we say, okay, well, when is a good time? And you say, okay, fine. Let's just get it over with now. <laughs> right? That's yeah. how it goes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, and then we go, because it's go, like, okay. you can't, you can't give me a fake phone number or a fake address. <laughs> like this is your address. I'm standing at your house. <laughs> like, unless you're going to move, you know that I'll be, yeah, back. they found me. I guess I need to move now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's basically a threat. It's like, uh-huh. I dare you to, to turn us down. No, that's not how it is. Yeah. Guys, come on. Let's, <laughs> let's quit joshing around all the time. So, um, wait. Oh, now I'm remembering. I really wanted to get to you coming up with pedal names. No, I didn't do that, though. Oh, all right. And it wouldn't be funny. But I want to talk would. about what you were saying, about how, like, some like these okay so brands people, i don't think it's exclusive to, to calvinism but but a lot of people who want to be like edgy christians have sort of well okay there's a couple different things happening here i think you had said oversaturation of pedals yeah. are we at the oversaturation and that made me think of that uh brand um that that pedal company because I think the only solution in an oversaturated market is becoming, you know, uh, niche in the niche, right? Or niche in the niche. Niche in the niche. Right. N- yeah. Niche in the niche. You gotta. And when you say that you pedal niche. company, you're talking Westminster. Right? W- yes. Yes. And they. So, s- like. So here's because. the thing with Westminster. What they do is all of their pedals, if you don't know, are like 
named after some reformed theologian. And so, except for the Osteen distortion, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, wait, what is, and what is the joke other than... Because he distorts the gospel, right? The oh, Osteen geez. Okay, but so then it is, <laughs> it is, because... <laughs> it is named after a famous theologian, but just not one that they agree with. But I, it's not a reformed theologian. Oh, and it is, though, in the sense that it's completely contrary to reformed theology. Know, like so how is he reformed then? That's reformed, the point, is that it's distorted. That's what I'm saying. He's, it's not named a after a, a reformed theologian. Yeah. But I'm saying it's he's, all in the same family because the I family is... I know it's is, in the same family. He's double reformed. Guys, let's not get caught up. <laughs> this isn't I'm like sorry. us to get caught up on the semantics of these things. I apologize. Aaron, not like us. Elder Aaron, we're Elder sitting Abubo, on Cole's doorstep Phil, trying to explain... Elder and then your first name. Elder, Elder Abubo, sorry. We're sitting on... Let's not argue in front of Cole. Can we, right? We'll just we're call you to, Phil because the elder is... Implied. Is this how Calvinists always talk? Are you guys always this uh, combative? First of all, I'm not one. Okay. <laughs> Phil is. But... Okay, so, <laughs> no, so, I'm not. so they have. So, so they anyway, so, so my to... theory but is that, that by doing truth that. Truth be told, some of my best, fr- best friends are Calvinists. That by doing that, yes, yeah, they can sell. <laughs> me too. They can sell things. I adopted some Calvinist children just so you guys wouldn't think I hate Calvinists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True. My best okay. friend growing up had crazy beard and he smoked a pipe all the time. Yeah, exactly. He had a sleep uh, tattoo. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my theory is that by doing that, they like allow themselves to sell to people who think or agree with them in the same way. Like people who are also Calvinists will buy from them because of the like shared connection even more so than just like straight Christian or normal, you know, like yes. general Christian. It's like you have less people, but the connection is probably deeper, stronger. Yes. So yeah. the, and because the, the, the Christian thing is already like, it's already saturated. <laughs> right. Right. So it's like, there are already companies claiming to be, we are a Christian company selling to the praise and worship market. And so to say our passion is helping you fulfill your passion or calling your weekend volunteering passion. Like what's that? (laughs) It was a Jackson audio, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So like like to say, it's like the same thing that happened with Christian brands 10 years ago. You know, they realized like, Oh, there's this big niche in the market of guitarists. That's just these Christian players that, they mm-hmm. basically only play guitar so they can play at church. We might as well yeah. market them. When you started that sentence, I thought you were talking about actual Christianity, and I was like, oh, I think it happened longer than 10 years ago. But... <laughs> remember know, 10 like years when... ago when Christianity started? <laughs> it's like back... Remember at Martin first Luther? First there, there was just one Christian, and then like they started like splitting <laughs> off into different things. It was like 10 years ago or something like that. Remember Martin Luther? I think he was named after Martin Luther King. Yeah. He's like, listen, like 10 guys, years ago, he's like, guys, come on. <laughs> he started a website. It had like a bunch of animated GIFs on it. That would have been like 20 years ago, I guess. 1518. I think that's when it was. Okay, so what did you want to say about it, Aaron? Did you already, uh, did you I think already I said speak it. your mind? He wanted to say that he's not a Calvinist. <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. Calvinist. And it's really embarrassing to be saying that on your doorstep while we came here to talk to you about it, Cole. <laughs> He's like, I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> but but Calvinists are are known uh, amongst Christians for being, uh, they draw a very hard line in the sand more so than a lot of other Christian groups do. Is that fair to say? Doctrinally, at least. I think. Here, I'd say here, they get well, that rap. No, I think. Okay, sorry. I, uh, here's what it is. There are lots of there's doctrines. A, oh, here wait, I got a good word. Theobrogians. <laughs> Whoa. There's a lot of like hardcore Theobrogians out there who yeah, are dude. Calvinist. And that's yes. the connection. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> that's really That really good. is great. Co- so I think in like Protestants, there's a lot of like there's a lot of people saying it's this way period but there's stuff like kind of baked into the theology of calvinism that makes it easier to 
be certain. Yes, which yeah. makes people like the, the ego just gets fed. In it's the yeah. same way. So like, like it's the same way with my church too. Honestly, like we have a lot of very specific doctrinal beliefs. Right. So it's yes. easy to get caught up in this idea of well, if I believe this one very specific thing, then I must be right, and everyone else is wrong, type of thing. But like I know, That's I know easier. some, and, and I think probably just any any religion there's going to be people that are that talk with certainty like that's just kind of yeah unfortunately that's part of the thing but like but there are some where it's like the actual like spelled out doctrine is like when it's like it is this way then it's like okay well now you're you're kind of like you're kind of just handing over to people to talk with certainty when you like when it's spelled out it is this way. Whereas I, I think some, if you really dig into some other doctrines, it's like, it, it really starts to get kind of, And I think, I think like the problem isn't with the certainty necessarily. Um, because there is, that is the problem. There's only one truth. You know, if you think about it, like uh, all these things can't be true necessarily. But the problem is when it comes to is when it becomes like argumentative or when it becomes like I'm superior to you. Like a lot of this stuff's just going to come out in the wash, like, you know, again, and that's part of the um, the in the Calvinism and in, in the doctrine, it's like. If you don't have the the ability to pick it, if it's predestined. Right. So then if it's chosen for you, then it's like I am chosen and some people are not chosen. And if that yeah. and that if, is like if a that is jacked up and that is why is there, I don't have Strymon pedals. <laughs> so if that's part of the thing, I've not been pedals. chosen. That's why you have your ghetto even. It's a pedals. very easy. It's a very easy step from that doctrine to go to start like kind of doing that in your mind with people yeah, with yeah, everyone totally. you meet right it's like this person's in that person's out oh it's and i'm like going to talk to this person was, like they're in this person that I, lived and died in china never even heard of jesus christ like well they're out they obviously weren't chosen you know right and i think and i'm sure that people my my calvin friends who are <laughs> very fine people that's again um, episode title my calvin friends <laughs> Who I'm sure are very nice people. <laughs> Guys, I'm sure there's uh, a lot of good things about him, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I know that they would say, oh, but the point is that we don't know who is chosen, and so we should treat everyone like they are. Like, and it's oh. like, yeah, but that's not what they do. But also, if like them being chosen or not affects the way you treat them, that's like... But at any rate... I know. But, Using the word them, right? Like, there, there you go. You kind of already like lost yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> It's like, so you just assume you're chosen, first of all, because you said them and not us. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. Well, now that we've alienated <laughs> half our viewership. I doubt it's a, half. I'm just kidding. Were you making a Scientology joke by saying alienated? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All of this to say, don't use religion to sell your pedals. Make good pedals. Well, plus... Like, so here's part of what it comes down to for me is like people think like, oh, well, this company obviously espouses the same beliefs as me, which they don't necessarily. I mean, they see a potential in the marketplace and I'm not speaking specifically about Westminster. I don't know what, you know, the owners of the company, they're probably have those. I think he's in the group. Have those beliefs or whatever. But, um, but like part of the time as consumers, I mean, it's like going and buying a shirt that says, you know, the San Francisco Giants and thinking that like, oh, man, the guys, guys who made this shirt must really love the Giants. So I'm going to buy their shirt. And it's like, <laughs> well, no, they they saw a group of people that would buy their shirt. And so they made a shirt for him, you know? Yeah. That's true. Well, and I don't know um, if uh, if one of you um, Westminster guys. I don't know. Is there just one of them? I don't <laughs> there know. might be just one guy. I I'm interested to hear if we um, said anything that pisses you off. I hope we did. Well, if you want to. And the problem with it too is like it makes 
just like because we were talking about the idea that like these theobrogens as uh aaron coined the term you almost like, said phil thank you they've kind of co-opted christianity in some way to where when people think of evangelical christians now they think of some dude with a sleeve tattoo and a big beard and smoking a pipe and drinking fancy coffee and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it's the same way. And, and you're saying like, well, that doesn't represent who I am. And it's the same way where like, there could be plenty of guys who like genuinely feel called to like, yeah, I feel like my talent for building pedals and also my specific beliefs that I have, like why not merge the two? And, um, and it's something that I feel strongly about. But then there's enough people who are just like trying to take advantage of a market, you know, and and that includes like pastors and everything too, you know. They're like, well, I see yeah, an opportunity the, to make money. I don't, I don't actually believe any of this stuff, but I'm gonna make mm-hmm. a whole buttload of money. And but there's makes, a lot of people that like The Office. Like that should be a thing. A pedal company that's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like we make a we have a love for like The Office, a stapler and Jello or whatever. Yeah, so all the puns and names should be off of the office. So please, viewers, give us some uh, mock-ups of. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like well, heck, like pedals. Ed, Ed Chu, his his pedals are named They're after all like dorky fantasy lit <laughs> freaking nerd crap. It's a bunch of nerd nerd crap. <laughs> freaking nerds. As we're sitting in our rooms at, on our computers on Saturday morning talking about yeah. guitar gear, freaking nerds. We'll beat you up. Well, let us know. Let us know in the comments section. But hit like. But part of it, that what I'm saying button. is like some people make the rest of them look bad. Yeah. You know, like if Always. a few bad eggs, when in reality, mm-hmm. a lot of them might genuinely be thinking like, yeah, I feel strongly about whatever. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? Bad eggs. Well, guys, this episode is like, also button. finally sponsored by Gun Street Wiring Shop mm-hmm. and Emporium. Hit them up. Get some wires. Get some up ropes for the inside of your guitar. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Get a four-way switch. Bruh! Throw some fancy options in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever your heart desires. Aaron, are you reading from the script or are you going off script there? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship.